Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Betsy's Pod. I'm Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Bren. And you all are excellent. It is Thursday, December 7th, and you're listening to a couple of Knowles fans who got absolutely butt-fucked. <sighs> the amount of futures tickets that I had on the Florida State Seminoles to win the national fucking championship is about the GDP of a third world country. <laughs> and now I don't even have the opportunity to hedge. So before we dive into the NFL, we need to do a small amount of venting. Yep. Ashley, I'm going to let you take it away. Let's do our best to keep these rants minimal, but they are necessary the floor is yours. Tell the NCAA why they should eat my ass. <laughs> well, for our listeners that don't know, I went to Florida State. I went to Florida State during the Jameis Winston era. It is a school and fan base that is so near and dear to my heart. It's, it's part of the reason that I got into football as heavily as I did um, in the first place. And all season long, from the from the very beginning, I was so gung-ho on this team going all the way. And Jordan Travis went down. I still genuinely thought that they could do it. I've got chills talking about it right now because I am pissed. I am so pissed. It doesn't matter what you think the future holds. This is not a showcase. This is a playoff. If it's a showcase, you can vote whoever the fuck you want in. But that's not what this is. You've got kids' futures at stake. You've got school legacies at stake. You've got recruiting at stake. And they blew it all. Um, I'm very upset. And I'm not just upset for Florida State. I I am upset for Georgia to a certain extent. Um, I think the whole thing is a sham. And I also think it's very telling that after a bunch of different senators for the state of Florida requested insight into what went on what went into the voting espn declined to release the final ballots i don't know if you saw that devin Mm -hmm. but um espn is refusing to release well yeah they don't want a list of people who voted for this because i think we all know the state of florida is a a bit unhinged so it it would it would essentially be signing a uh a physical harm warrant for these voters. I do understand that. I understand that part. I don't understand what happened. And I don't, I don't. Yeah. I told you on Sunday, it ruined my party. Yeah. Uh, I was throwing a party for Bailey Zappi cause he's my guy, uh, big fan of the show. And you know, we've chatted a bit, uh, time to time here as, as we both live in the great state of Massachusetts, we were all fired up. I was making Mott sticks. Okay. Hand-breaded Mott sticks, uh, pea skins, boneless wings, the Holy Trinity. And 30 minutes before kickoff, the party was ruined by, by a different level of the sport. My one point here is that the college football playoff was designed for the rare case that three teams go undefeated. That is the point of the playoff Yep, is okay. We got three that all deserve to get in. Let's put them in. And we'll pick one other team that's pretty fucking good. Yep. And we'll let them duke it out. Yep. That didn't happen. They completely shifted away from the reason that they started this thing in the first place. And now, of course, we've got Alabama and Texas who don't deserve to be there. No. I hope they both get absolutely clapped. Uh, I want to see a Washington-Michigan national championship. I think that will showcase the best defense in the country and the best offense in the country. And that's obviously uh, what I'm rooting for here as a Knowles fan. But this has implications not only uh, in college, but also in the NFL, as we've talked about, because so many Georgia and FSU players are going to be drafted in the first round. And now they're thinking about not even playing their game. Uh, This whole entire thing is an absolute catastrophe I hate the NCAA. I always have. I always will. And this is a cherry on top of a lifelong feud. Uh, And I just want them to know I have a lot of spare time and I got pretty heavy Twitter fingers. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to be relentless 
in my pursuit of justice on social media. And I'll leave it right there. Yeah, you and you and me both. I was not kind on Instagram this weekend. That's right. Uh, I was not kind on Instagram this weekend. But next year, we're going to the the twelve team playoff structure. Um, I think that one positive that comes out of this situation is that for the first time, maybe ever, the nation is siding with Florida State for the mm-hmm. most part. The talking Mm -hmm. heads are like, oh, I I get why they did it the way that they did it, because they're benefiting from the paychecks, too. So, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a resilient school. It's a resilient team. We'll come back. Um, But I hope they get some sort of revenge, whether it's winning it all next year, whether it's boycotting the Orange Bowl, whatever it may be. I'm pissed off. And um, I also have a personal vendetta against NC State now for Boo Corrigan, whatever the hell his name is. Fair enough. His parents named him Boo, but Mm -hmm. they certainly did. And you want to know what? This reeks of George Soros, the Biden crime family, and the (laughs) radical left. All right? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. They they targeted Ron DeSanctimonious, hashtag Meatball Ron, uh, and they, you know, they took a kill shot. And uh, I see you, Soros, and you're not tricking me. Uh, moving on week 13 recap week 14 preview. We're getting right back into the NFL right now on the Betsy's pod. We're back, baby. Um, as I mentioned, we're a day late and a dollar short on recording this podcast. So we are on the uh, brink of a Thursday night football game that is sure to light up the airways. <laughs> that is right. We've got Bailey Zappi facing off against Mitchell Trubisky. You thought he was gone. You thought wrong. Trubisky's back, baby. And this one, I don't know if there's enough digits on the scoreboard. Uh, They may need to add an additional column. This one's going way over the total. We're going to get to that momentarily. But first, let's talk about our bets from last week. Mikey, give me the ledger, baby, because we got some green on this thing. Your boy is back. Panthers plus 12 and a half. Commanders plus 15 and a half. Saints plus 10 and a half. Eagles plus nine and a half. We lose. Saints money line. Eagles money line. We lose. But what did we hit? The over city parlay. Pats Chargers under 41. Chiefs Packers over 42 and a half. That's a plus 264 win on your Sunday. And of course, we pounded the Saints live alert when they go down 21-0 in the first quarter. We knew that wasn't going to hold up. I hit it several different ways, plus 17.5, plus 14.5, and that live alert number of plus 10.5. That was an alt line. I got that in the second quarter at plus 340 with a grand total of $650 in my bank account. Uh, And then I blew it all away. on the Eagles money line, which I pounded six ways from Sunday all the way through uh, and lost three units there. Girl dinner bet never had a chance, but that brings my week total to in the positive 314 and my season total back over a grand at 101.426. That's right, $1,014.26 American sense uh i'm happy with that i'm back in the green i'm back over uh a grand for my season total and i'm feeling really good going into week 14 we have separated the pretenders from the contenders and we've got some really good matchups so i'm looking forward to those but before we get there let's recap ashley's week 13 fire it up yeah, so uh, Didi, if you remember, after after the heartbreak from this weekend, I was in the mood to 
bend. Yeah. Uh, so something funny about heartbreak is that when it happens right before football Sunday, you get a little crazy. So I got a little wild with my live bets, um, which ended up hitting. I put two units on the Chargers Pats under at nine and a half in the third quarter. <laughs> I was feeling wild, but I was looking at the score and watching the game. And I was like, you know what? They just they do it. And they freaking did it. Um, I also put two units on the Texans over at 20 and a half start of the third quarter. We all know they just scraped that by scoring 22 points. Um, rest of my bets for the week did not hit. Unfortunately, Got really close. The Steelers screwed me out of a hundred dollar, uh, eight hundred dollars. But mm. we'll get it back next week. I'm betting against them next week. We'll get to that. Uh, that puts me up with my live alerts alone, four forty eight for the week, and we're up thirteen oh one for the season. Um, I was in the mood to lose money, lost some money, one majority of it back, which is good um, with some of these crazy live bets. So we'll get into it for what that means for this week. Well, what it means for us as a duo is that the Betsy's Pod duo is plus twenty three hundred dollars on the season. Okay, now that's like rent for a that, lot. That's rent, baby. Yeah. And if you were to increase that unit size, you know, maybe it's twenty three thousand. I don't know. I don't know what your unit is. Yeah. We're using a hundred. You could be using ten thousand. You might have made two hundred and thirty thousand dollars listening to the Betsy's Pod. Would I recommend it? No. <laughs> Is it possible? Yes. Let's also address the elephant in the room. I have a mustache. Oh, so yes, that's right. This is the first podcast that uh, I have a mustache. That's probably a good vibe. Uh, things are starting to stack up in our favor after a brutal weekend. I just want to I just want to go over this really quick so everyone knows uh, the type of resiliency that I possess Sunday FSU doesn't make the college football playoff. I throw a party for Bailey Zappi. They don't score a single. <laughs> and, then, and then I start like an idiot. I start over Jalen hurts. I start a different quarterback in fantasy with a point differential of four. And I lose my fantasy game by three. Are you out of the playoffs now? I'm out of the playoffs. So literally in one day, I went from my teams in the college football playoff. Pats are going to win. I'm about to pound the money line. I got Mott sticks. And I'm storming back into the playoffs in fantasy and all of those things right out the window. Good news is bad things happen in threes. And generally – the pendulum tends to swing in the opposite direction, which means pair that with my mustache. I don't want to say it could be a, a record-breaking week, but it could be a record-breaking week. Anything there, could I happen. Any, Anything you know, you know what happened? Could happen. The last time uh, we had the entrance of an NFL mustache, she, she, she who shall not be named came into the picture. and. Yep. That, that did a lot of good for the NFL. So maybe mm -hmm. I'll grow a mustache. Maybe I'll have a mustache next week. Mustaches are back in and they are not gender specific. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go. Let's get right into first and Pren here because we got some hot takes and we got some we got some foreshadowing of bets uh, that are going to happen. So play the goddamn music and let's get this thing ripping. It's the carry-on full of cash for me. Really, <laughs> really good, really good uh, image there. It's We're going to make it come true, yeah. right? We're going to be flying home for the holidays. I mean, I live here. I don't have to fly, but we're going to be taking trips with lots of money in a suitcase, okay, yeah. after this week. Um, let's pop right into it. I, I think the best way to go here is uh, we like to switch things up. Why don't you just rip through? Why don't you rip through one through four and uh, and and I'll bring up the rear. Rear, I'll be the caboose of of today's first in print. All right, let's let's get into it. Um, first down. I can't believe I have to talk about this guy again. I brought it up last week. 
And I said that I actually think that the Jets' best chance at winning <laughs> is putting Zach Wilson in the starting position. Not only does he get the starting position, for a third time, you've been kicked out of your job and put back in for the third freaking time. But he's reluctant about it. He doesn't want to start. Boo fucking who, Zach Wilson. Suck it up. Do you know how many people would kill to be in your position right now? You have gained and lost that starting position so many times and you're still getting away with it. Just do something with it. You still have one of the most loaded offenses and to be quite honest, defenses in the league. You're obviously not going to go to the playoffs. Just, just have at it. Do yep. something. Don't be such a little bitch. <laughs> I do not. You can say it. Zach Wilson. Like, is he serious? Just being like, oh, oh, they're going to give it to me again. I don't know. I don't. Suck it up, dude. You're in the NFL. I'm- yeah. Micah Parsons take on this, I think, was was the best I've heard so far. He also he his podcast is pretty entertaining. If you uh, like he- the NFL and you haven't listened, I'd give Micah Parsons podcast okay. a listen. He's a Florida State boy, too. He didn't go to Florida State, but he's he's on our side. So, yep, he is. Absolutely is. And he said, why not just go out there with nothing to lose and play your brand of football? Yeah. Just go gunsling it. Just throw four picks if you if you want to force throws, scramble, do cool shit. Like yeah. you don't need to be this forced system quarterback that the Jets, you know, had in mind for you. You can go out there now. Never been lower. The stakes have literally never been lower with a team that has so many weapons. It's yep. actually the best case scenario for him. 100%. He's upset. He's upset. Like yeah. put me in there. I'll play. Like I'm I'm so over his shit. He's 100% in the best possible position he could be in right now, which seems bizarre, but as we've mentioned, the pendulum swings and he went from the worst possible position to the best possible position because there's no one else to put in. Yeah, And no one is expecting a goddamn thing. Go out there, play free, and spin it, baby. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Just spin it. And that leads me to a quarterback who I think people are counting out of the MVP picture way too soon. Mm -hmm. And that's Jalen Hurts for my second down. Um, I have been sprinkling dollars on Jalen Hurts MVP this entire season, especially after this week. I'm going to do it again. Um, what enough people are not talking about is that the Eagles have an insane schedule in the back half of this season. Um, they're playing an insanely tough team this week. It's escaping me of who it is now. Now I'm looking at my, the Cowboys, they're playing the Cowboys again, um, coming off the Niners and, you know, the thing with the Niners, and I, I get that Brock Purdy is like the wonder kid right now, went from Mr. Nobody to Mr. Somebody or whatever his nickname, Mr. Irrelevant, I don't know. But they just, they don't seem like a consistent enough team to me, whereas the Eagles, they did get, you know, backhanded by the Niners on on Sunday. But they're consistent. You know, Jalen Hurts has that mindset. And I still think Brock Purdy is just too young and too inexperienced to take the team all the way to where they need to go. We've seen him choke consistently and in a row this season where that hasn't happened with Jalen Hurts. So while Brock Purdy is blowing up the MVP picture right now, I'm doubling down on Jalen Hurts for taking that title. I like it a lot. And I really want to see Brock Purdy late in December, early in January, bad weather. That's where I, that's where I want to see him. Let's not forget they took a couple hard L's early in the season. Granted, it was with no Debo, but that team is one injury away. Um, Now, we discussed this at the trade deadline. Having two of the top 10 defensive ends in all of football is going to help you. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Can't offense get it done in bad weather against a really good football team? That's the question that we're going to look forward to as we get into these uh, playoffs and as these things start to unfold. We don't have the answer to it yet. So yeah. we're just going to have to wait and uh, and watch that one unfold. But I agree. I don't think Hurts MVP is out of the question yet. They could still win the NFC. They rattle off a few big wins here. Uh, you know, the the path to the to the Super Bowl in the NFC is going to run through Philadelphia. So uh, absolutely a legitimate option or or a possibility of that being correct. Yeah. Yep. And that brings me to uh, 
third down as we talk about the Super Bowl you know, getting into the playoff picture. I think the Seahawks are going to sneak in. I think there's a really clear divide right now about who's in and who's not. There are some really good teams and there's some really shitty teams. And um, the Seahawks are, are starting to creep into the good team bucket. You know, they've kind of been here this whole season, but they've had some pretty abysmal games. Um, I think they put on an amazing show against the Cowboys last Thursday. That was a really mm-hmm. fun game to watch. Um, and if we've learned anything out of the current coaching landscape that we've got right now, don't ever count Pete Carroll out. I think that he is a much, <laughs> you know, what's funny. <laughs> Every time I hear his name now, I hear your voice in my head saying Pete Carroll has a hammer. Every single time that I hear him on the broadcast, that's what I hear. Um, that's neither here nor there, but I do think that they're going to, they're going to creep into the playoffs. Um, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the Seahawks more for what that means this week when we get into our trash bets, but I do think they'll be in the playoff picture. It's a hot take. I like it. Uh, the NFC is wide open, so there's no reason, uh, why I would fade that action at this point. And I'm certainly not going to fade your fourth down because this is apparent. You go ahead and let this one rip. Uh, yeah, Brandon Staley needs to go part two. We talked about this last week. It was in my first imprint last week, and I'm going to say it again. Um, the Pats are not good. That is not a secret. They've got one of the worst records this season, even though you believe that they are back. Um, the Pats, <laughs> the Pats that granted it's on the road, you know, it's in, it's in Massachusetts. It's not Los Angeles, but the fact that you have an amazing quarterback, a great offense and you can't score one single touchdown on the road is beyond concerning. And if he isn't the next head coach to get fired, um, something is wrong with their leadership staff and they're not going to make it work with Justin Herbert. They might as well trade him away at this point. If they keep Brandon Staley in the coaching position. Yeah. He's a bad coach. He's a bad coach. It was a bad football game. Um, and, you know, when you look around and you've got really solid quarterback, you've got Austin Eckler, touchdown machine, you've got wideouts that can take the top off, and you think to yourself, wow, we couldn't score a single touchdown against the Patriots. That's tough. That's tough. I don't, I don't know how many possessions they had. It must have been high teens, low 20s of straight possessions. Uh, so not a good ratio there. Uh, speaking of the Patriots, I'll get into my first down. The Pats are back, baby. <laughs> I know they didn't score. I know they didn't score a single point. But you want to know what? They also only gave up six. We were we were on the edge of our seats in that final drive, thinking to ourselves, you want to know what? Six to seven is still a win. Uh, and I'm hopping right back on that bandwagon. It was the, the most fun six-point scored football game I've ever been a part of. Uh, and I'm going right back to the well tonight. I love Bailey Zappi on a short week. I spoke about this in the pre-show. Mike laughed at me. Just want to talk about Conference USA real quick. I want to talk about uh, Western Kentucky, where Bailey Zappi played. A lot of Thursday night games. A lot of midweek games in Conference USA. Okay. All right? Okay. This, is, this is his wheelhouse. All right? And he is going to spin it tonight. I'm telling you right now, they got nothing to lose. Trubisky on the other side. They're going to have a lot of opportunities. They're going to have some short fields. They're going to have some turnovers. Zappy's going to punch a few in, and we're going to be saying to ourselves, wait a minute, is he our guy? Tonight, it's Zappy hour. Mark my words. <laughs> Leading into another AFC East team that you also briefly talked about. Let's go Jets. I think so. If they can, if they can, if Zach Wilson can pull his freaking diaper up and start to play, no strings attached, just slinging it, I I think they'll do well. I don't hate I, this, but he needs to get it together. I think the Jets can win this football game, and they're going to be a really fun team to root for because now, as a fan of not one but two really bad teams, Pats and the Raiders. I understand. I've always had one that was decent. Now I got none. I understand where these Jets fans are coming from, and I kind of want them to rattle a few off and just give these people, you know, 
something to cheer for. Uh, yeah. I, I'm rooting for the Jets. That's my, I guess that's my second down is I'm going to root for the Jets. Okay. That, that's all there is to it. All right. Opposite of a bad team is a good team. That's the 49ers. Anybody beating the 49ers in the NFC after this week, tough to tell. I think yes. I want to know your stance here, Pren. Can anybody beat the Niners in the NFC? If if someone's going to beat the Niners, it's going to be the Eagles, in my opinion. Um, the Cowboys, maybe. But the Cowboys, I, I think the Cowboys mirror the Bills in the sense that they get close. They don't get as close as the Bills, but they get close and then they blow it. Um, and I don't really see that changing. I do think this comes down to what we've been saying all season, which is the Niners versus the Eagles. And I think historically, if you're, you know, rooting for the Eagles, you want them to work the kinks out against the Niners. You want them to get the loss earlier on, get the chip on their shoulders and pull out the W. Um, I think it's the Niners position to lose at this point, which mm -hmm. when you're, when you're not playing from behind, I don't, I don't know. I, if, if someone's going to beat the Niners, it's going to be the Eagles. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Uh, or a Cinderella team, like maybe the Lions, if they can put up 35 on them. Yeah. Um, but I still, I still really like the Eagles in this position, and I'll, I'll tell you why. It's my theory on game film. I'm not saying at all that the Eagles lost that game intentionally, but they may be playing chess. And mm -hmm. I have a feeling they got a few plays in their back pocket and they're thinking to themselves, we are not going to blow our load in the regular season. Yeah. So I expect to see a much, much better offense after a full game film is analyzed and put into a game plan that Jalen Hurts gets to execute in the NFC championship. And I believe that is where they will meet. Um, so can anyone beat the Niners? I think so. You think so. We both think it could be the Eagles. Uh, let's talk about something else because Brock Purdy was at one point, uh, a backup quarterback. Yeah. And we've got a lot of them out there and we <laughs> saw a pretty decent performance from your Bengals. Mm, haven't, yeah. haven't chatted about them yet. No, but it's, yeah. it's a legitimate question. It's a tough question to answer. I don't know who the best backup in a starting role is. I, I know. Who but I'd is. like to talk about it. I know who it is. Fire away. It's Geno Smith. Geno. <laughs> Geno. Still calling Geno a backup is, <laughs> is, a, big, is a big flex. <laughs> I don't know if Pete likes that one. I don't know if he likes it either. No, he has earned this year. He's He's earned, you know. The starting title. I think last year he was interim starting. He's, but to your point, there are a lot of backups in the league right now. There are a lot of backups that were in the league last year that are now like, you know, in the starting position. Um, right. Brock being one of them, you know, it, it, if I'm being serious, it's probably Brock Purdy. If you're looking at that last year, well, I'm year. looking at this year and I'm just looking at the, I'm, and I don't even know if I'm willing to call Dobbs a backup quarterback because he was starting in yeah. uh for the cardinals before the trade so like technically he's a backup but also he's a starter yeah i guess this was kind of a leading question the answer is bailey zappy uh, um <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna showcase exactly why that is tonight absolutely obliterate all of zappy's overs uh they are going to be drastically low in a and i believe the over unders dropped to 29 and a half i think his passing line right now is at 117 which yeah. is low pound the over yeah my boy he might honestly i don't even know it's not possible but he might find a way to get this on one play um <laughs> he, he might get 118 yards on one play and i'm being serious so it's never happened before but it could happen tonight. But it could happen tonight <laughs> yeah We're i'm all over time baby <laughs> i'm all over bailey's happy in prime time uh on amazon you know in <laughs> It's going to be an exciting game. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to dinner early so I can fucking strap in for this one because it's going to be a legit barn burner. 
and Mitchell Trubisky sucks. So anyways, uh, the best starting quarterback in the NFL is Bailey Zappi. It's not Mitchell Trubisky and Pat's money line. Let's get into our best bets for this week. I see, per usual, some <laughs> conservative plays, and I see some big money ticket items. We're going to get right into it right now. Tracked bets of week 14 are as follows. I'm going to lead us off with my all-time favorite bet from the entire season. Bucks money line. <laughs> Lions money line. Pats, Steelers, under. I plus like 538. I like this a lot. It's free. It's real, you know real what? difficult. I'm tailing that right now. Yeah. It's real difficult to beat a team twice. I'm just, I got a feeling this fucking dog shit division is going <laughs> to eat each other alive. They are. The Bucks win this football game. I, I'm just not a believer in the Falcons. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not a believer in Desmond Ritter. He will blow this. The Bucks win this game. The Lions uh, have come back down to earth a little bit, but I do expect them to rattle a couple off after a, a big victory against the Saints. And the Pat Steelers under, although I'm joking about it being a shootout, it most certainly will not be. Uh, the under, I got this under at 31.5. Again, I believe it's dropped to 29.5. It's a public bet. It could be a dumb bet. But who's going to score? How are they going to score? We're going to get 21 points from the defenses because that's the only way this one's going over. It's plus 538, and it's free, and it gives you some action on Thursday night. And it. if they're not going to score, you might as well root for punts. Turns out it's pretty fun if that's what if that's what you need. Um, so that's my first tracked bet of the evening uh, or of this week. I've also got a Didi's not giving up on his team's parlay. Give me the Raiders money line. Give me the Saints minus five and a half at plus 335. I love the Saints in this position. They are in a must-win scenario pretty much for the rest of the year. And yeah. as a Raiders fan, I have watched Derek Carr do this to me so many times. Mark my words, the Saints will be a win away from the playoffs in week 17 and Derek Carr will throw five interceptions. Yeah. They they'll need a win. He won't deliver and everyone will change their fantasy names to Derek Carr sucks. <laughs> uh, but this will happen and in order for that to happen. They need to start winning. They need to win now and they need to start rolling on offense. They cannot go into this. We're not going to score to the second half mentality. Um, I believe this will be a blowout. And I like the Raiders' money line just because they're a team that hasn't given up. Yeah. Um, they, they took an ass beating to the Chiefs a couple weeks ago, bounced back. They keep fighting. I think it's a really good position for them. Uh, I also want to root for them, so it's a bit of a Homer Simpson play. But Raiders' money line, Saints minus 5.5, plus 335. Can't be mad at that. I'm rounding out my best bets with a 6.5-point teaser of – Bucks, Falcons, Bills, Chiefs, Seahawks, Niners over, Steelers, Pats, Bengals, Colts under. Uh, I spared you, and I didn't put the actual totals here, but the way you'll bet this is it's a five-team teaser with six and a half points. You're going over in the Bucks, Falcons, Bills, Chiefs, Seahawks, Niners. You're going under in the Steelers, Pats, Bengals, Colts. At plus 315, it's a seesaw. What's it going to be? It's going to be over. It's going to be under. I love these teasers. It gives me action. They rarely hit. I have a mustache. Maybe it's going to put me over the edge. We'll see. Uh, AP, it's on you. What do you got? Yeah, so my, my bets this week are, they seem short, but they're not. Um, to start us off conservatively, I've got straight Bucks money line. I completely agree with what you're saying. I also think that if we're looking at consistency across the NFC South, it doesn't exist. But the one place where there's a glimmer of hope is that there's consistency in the inconsistency of how the Bucks and Baker Mayfield plays. Um, I think overall they're more they're more of a complete team. 
Um, they're not favored to win. So this puts us at plus 105. But I do think they pull out the W. And I I really like your take of the Saints being one win away from getting into the playoffs. Um, I think, you know, if this hits, I might take the earnings and slip it in to the Bucks creeping in to the playoffs. Wow. And taking that division. Again, I'm a Bucks Rollover fan. minutes. Roll over. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a Bucks fan. So I'm a little partial. Maybe I'm, I'm trying to find love in a hopeless place after heartbreak this week. But um, I do think the Bucks pull out the W this week. I'm taking Bucks money line at plus one Oh five. Cash the ticket. <laughs> Moving on to my second track bet. Um, I'm taking Gus Edwards, two touchdowns, Baltimore money line for plus seven twenty five. Now, the reason being is I have been looking at who is scoring multiple touchdowns per game a lot. A You've lot. been chasing your tail with this. Yes. I've been, you're I, due. I need, I need a hit. You're <laughs> due. I was going to do Tyree Kill, but he is so close to having a 200, you know, K. 2000. 200K. Can you imagine? 2000K. Oh my God. Yeah. 2000 yard season. Yeah. 2000, thousand. Yeah. <laughs> which, which um, <laughs> I think, I think he's going to be a little caged this week. Um, and I don't, I, I was looking at the dolphins, you know, for potentially this double touchdown bet. Um, I've seen Gus Edwards do it in previous games. He did it two weeks ago. Um, I do think the Ravens are going to pull out the W this week. They're coming off of a bye week and with all of the swirl around the 49ers being the most powerful team in the NFL, now that they knocked the Eagles off, um, they're kind of muted. And I think they're looking for a W. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know that this is going to hit, but I think it's a step in the right direction mm-hmm. because these double touchdown bets are big odds if you want to. Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. I yeah. don't love the optimism here. I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to rephrase that. Uh, we're not putting. We're not putting. I don't think this is gonna. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Scrub that. We're Scrub not that. doing that. Scratch it from the record. Break it. And <laughs> tell us Gus Edwards is gonna score two touchdowns. I need to hear it with conviction. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do this one again. I'll do this one again. Um. No, right. just say Gus Edwards is going to score two touchdowns. Gonna, That's all I need. Score two touchdowns. He That's did, what I'm talking about. He did do it two weeks ago. He did it two weeks ago, and a lot of twos I think, there. I think the Ravens are the team with the highest odds to have a double scorer um, next mm-hmm. week. I'm going to look to the Niners to do this, but one of these double touchdown bets is going to hit before the end of the regular season. Mark my words. Um, Gus, yeah. Gus the boss for 2D <laughs> the Gus boss, the Gus boss, That's um, right, baby. Moving on for my third track bet, nice, Mikey. Yeah, loved that. We got Sky Moore anytime touchdown, Kansas mm-hmm. City money line. Um, yep. Kansas City needs a win after last week, obviously. I this still is plus 825. Wow, giving yeah. no respect to Sky Moore. I, right. And Patrick Mahomes, his offense this season has been not consistent with what it looks like in the past years. And Sky Moore is, you know, a strong weapon of his. I do think that this is going to hit. I personally think these are very good odds for. Are you, oh, I thought you were flicking me off for a second. <laughs> no, just moving the mic. I think these are really good odds for, for what the bet is. The Chiefs are definitely going to pull out the win against the Bills. Um, yeah, I, I, I put, I put a decent amount of units on this one. So small tidbit, my mom's cat was named sky. So we also have that going for us. And before that, that cat moved on into the sky, she got a Christmas ornament, uh, made of his paw print. So we've got all of that working with us in the Sky Moore bet. Okay. Shout out Sky Benson Walker. We've still got your ornament. Mean cat. Really, really pretty was mean. Um, do wanna do wanna put that out there. Not a nice cat. Uh we're gonna get back to football. We're not gonna talk about cats anymore unless you 
count a lion as a cat because we're getting right into these live alerts and we're doing it right now. Play the goddamn siren. Live alerts and we're back. We've been on a heater with live alerts. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Okay, I cannot say it enough. I'm going to say it one more time. Pay attention. We have been on a live alert heater, all right? You will win money if you tail these live alert bets starting tonight. And you know what I'm about to say. It's Pat's money line, baby. You know it's Pat's money line. It's always been Pat's money line. You can take the you can take the normal money line, but I'm going to be hunting this thing at plus 350 and if it gets there it could be the biggest bet of the season why because bailey zappy will be slinging it tonight and i don't like the steelers odds when the man with the golden arm starts to get a little bit of confidence okay so the pats may go down early but they will not end down because they are winning this football game i'm taking the pats money line right off the rip and I will be chasing that bet all evening. Pat's money line at plus 350 or higher on the live alert. Moving on, Lions money line at plus money. Borderline must win situation for the Lions with a surging Packers team. Have to get it done. Have to get it done. Have to get it done. Lions money line. If they go down early, you can get them plus money. I expect a Lions victory, and I expect it to come from behind. Plus money on the Lions is free. Mark it down. Watch the game and tail your boy. Moving forward, I need the Chiefs' bills over 42.5. These are explosive offenses that have not been explosive. I think that a big game... First quarter jitters to be expected. Potential weather could be a factor. Once everybody settles in, we're going to start seeing people cross that end zone line. We're going to see six going on the board early and often. All right. You know what the line's at right now for that game? 47 and a half. Okay. So 42 and a half is like eight scoreless minutes in the first quarter or three zero at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, over. They're going to settle in. They're going to score touchdowns. It's going to be a shootout. Potential overtime game as well. Watch out for that. Potential overtime game. Uh, Chiefs bills over 42 and a half. If you can get that at any point in the game, absolutely fire on it. I also like the original over. So if this line does drop to 42 and a half and you can take an alt line at 47 and a half for plus money, fire on that as well. AP, what do you got for live alerts? Live alerts. I've got the Dolphins team over. Um, I don't know how I, I talked about this earlier with their offense. You know, I don't know if we're going to have double scores in this game, but I do think the line will drop a bit in the first quarter. Um, they are playing the Titans. So I think the Titans are definitely going to put up a fight. Uh, I think that line's going to drop a bit right now. I believe it's in the low 30s, might be high 20s, um, but I do think it'll drop. I'm going to pound the team over when it does and watch them just absolutely obliterate on offense. Uh, Pat Steelers under love the under for this. Um, I'm just going to watch it drop and keep hammering it. I'm not going to do what I did this past week, which is take it when it goes below 10. I think that was a really (laughs) risky move that ended up paying off. Um, But I'm going to keep my eye out on the under. I'm not, if if it goes anywhere below 20, I'm I'm staying away from that. But anything above 20, I'm hammering it. Um, And then I'm looking at a couple of live lines once they go to plus money, Jets, Raiders. um, I think these are going to be two really interesting games. Raiders is, they're a different team with their new head coach. And, you know, maybe Zach Wilson gets it together. So this is what I'm going to keep an eye out for this week. I love to see it. And it's a perfect segue into the girl dinner bets of the week, baby. Hit us with that charcuterie board. Let me get this- 
Gets me every time. Gets me every time. Real fired up about it. Let's talk about the Jets. All right. Let's talk about the Pats. Let's talk about the Bills. Let's talk about the Dolphins. Let's talk about a clean sweep for the AFC East. Mm. Give me Pats money line, Jets money line, Bills money line, Dolphins money line, plus 1924. Bad year. Good bet total. Let's go, baby. You know what I'm talking about. The AFC East clean sweep money line parlay. It's electric. Boogie, oogie, oogie, oogie. Tell me you're tailing this. It's plus almost 2,000, okay? We could surpass our total ledger score in one bet. If the AFC East pulls their heads out and it starts tonight, I couldn't like this anymore. Bills game, toss up. I think they got something in the tank. And uh, the Dolphins obviously are free. The Pats and the Jets are free. It's going to come down to the Bills. It's going to come down to the Bills. Plus 1924. Could be some good hedge opportunities in here. It's your girl dinner bet. It's your AFC East clean sweep money line parlay. It rolls off the tongue, baby. Let's go. Well, those are some high odds, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna almost double it. <laughs> <laughs> almost, you're gonna you're gonna quadruple it. I was putting this together last night and I looked at my bet slip and I was like, this can't be right, but I have the bet slip to prove that the odds are right. So it is what it is. Um, I'm going to call it these odds can't be right. (laughs) Fair enough. So I'm taking Pat's money line. I'm taking the Seahawks money line against the Niners. I said what I said. I'm taking Philly money line against the Cowboys. That puts us at, Plus 3,900. Certainly does. And if you want to filter in the bills to this, if if you agree with DD, you think the bills are going to pull out the W and that throws my Sky Moore Kansas money line parlay out the window. But if you think the bills are going to pull out the W and you add the bills money line to this, that goes to plus 8,000. So plus uh, 8,000 is electric just for the record. It, it's very, well, that's what I originally had. And then I was like, I don't know if it, if the plus 8,000 hits, I'm going to be kicking myself that I just didn't lead with that out the gate. But, um, so I've got to actually, I've got an update on your odds here. Uh, <laughs> currently, if you go, if you go Seahawks, Patriots, Eagles, you're looking at plus 4,520. <laughs> I just don't get how I love it how that is so you were correct these odds weren't right they're even higher you put the bills in there uh let's see what happens when you put the bills in there because we could eclipse ten thousand. uh when you put the bills in this parlay to beat the lowly chiefs you move to nine thousand five hundred and ten Stranger things have happened. Stranger um, things have happened. Everybody. And listen, the, the majority of these teams are the underdogs by a significant amount. Uh, if by majority you mean every single one of them, then you would be correct. Is Philly? Yeah, Philly's not favored. That's right. Um, Plus 150. So. To triple dog dare you parlay. I don't know. I feel good about it. I don't. I, I really couldn't tell you why because everything points to it's not happening. But I feel really good about this bet. Hey, so. I'm going to tell you right now, when the Pats win tonight, you're going to get some decent cash out options, if nothing else. Yeah. Right? And true. at that point, you fucking ride the hot hand. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to tell you why I like this bet. Right. I Obviously, I think Bailey Zappi leads the Pats to a victory tonight. Yep. Um, I think Philly beats Dallas. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Philly's the kind of team 
that's going to lay down in back-to-back losses. I think they're the better football team. I think they're the better coached football team. Agreed. I think they show up and they beat Dallas in their own house. Yep. Simple as that. Whether or not a factor in the dome, let these boys get loose. I think Philly wins that game. And then it comes down to Seattle and the Niners. Niners coming off an emotional victory mm-hmm. in Philly, combating their uh, their playoff dismissal from last season. Talked a lot of shit. Big week. Opportune time to lose focus. And I haven't checked this yet, but if we were to check the public betting percentages, I guarantee you mm-hmm. 75% or more of the money is on the Niners. Yeah. One yeah. thing we forgot to, to touch on uh, this, this show was that last week I did predict two fade the public scenarios, mm-hmm. one of which being the Panthers who add – the uh, who increased the percentage of interim head coaches covering in their first game. They covered. Um, they didn't win the game. They could have won the game, but they covered. And that ties into this whole situation because we're going to fade the public again with the Seahawks. Yeah. It's simple as that. Pats win. Philly wins. Who knows? Who knows? And now what I'm trying to look who up knows? if because the, the line – is 10 and a half. So even if you take the Seahawks to keep it within 10 yeah. and a half, let's see. To lose here. by 10 or less, it's going to drop it significantly, but it's still probably plus 2,000. It's plus 1,400, which yeah. isn't, isn't bad. So, that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Me, that to me is what I initially thought last night was a loophole and I, I didn't think it was right. And then I placed the bet and I was like, damn, this is right. I don't know why, but I like this bet. You can also do a four team teaser of Pats, Seahawks, Eagles, and bills. It'll be plus 300 and you can take all these underdogs and tease them up seven points. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Everybody loves a teaser. (laughs) Am I right? Or am I right? We know that much. The big tease, baby. (laughs) Tonight is going to be absolutely electric. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's been an outstanding show. It started low, but we climbed this thing up to the peak pretty damn quick. We (laughs) kept it under an hour for you guys. And let's be realistic. It's an entertaining goddamn show. Come on. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. (laughs) Uh, And I'm also sure that I'm Devin Walker. And I'm Ashley Bren. And you all are outstanding. Thanks for listening to the Betsy's Pod. Let us know if you're tailing these bets, and we will see you next week. Go Pats!